guys. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Coaching Sessions. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B and never work that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, again. Now, these are the Master Passive Income Coaching Sessions where I'm going to be teaching you specific topics on top of the normal podcast. I want to just give you as much information so you can be successful in your real estate investing. Okay, now let's jump into today's session and see what we're going to learn about today. Due diligence. What in the world is that? Those two words. When you put them together, what is due diligence? Now, in real estate, due diligence is very, very important. In fact, all the properties that I've ever bought, 30 plus properties now, I always do due diligence. Now, what is it and how do you actually do due diligence when you do real estate, when you buy real estate? Now, hey guys, my name is Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income, and I help people learn how to quit their J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental properties so they never, ever have to work a job again. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel because I'm getting out so much great insights into how to invest in real estate rental properties. So click that subscribe so you get all this great stuff absolutely for free. Now, when you're looking at due diligence, we're basically figuring out if the property is going to be a good property for us to buy, to invest in, to spend our hard-earned money in buying. Now, when you're thinking about due diligence, it's everything from the condition of the house, but then at the same time, if the house is gonna make you money or not. See, now here's the basics of due diligence. We're gonna look at the property, and we're gonna look at if it's gonna make us money. And in doing that, we're gonna be able to make $250 a month in passive income. Now, what's great is as you buy real estate, and you rent it out as a rental, buy and hold rental property, you add up all your expenses. Then you have your income, which is your rent, how much you rent it for, that difference there, we wanna make $250 a month in passive income. And I'm teaching my students literally how to do this all the time. They're buying properties left and right, making them $250 a month. I wanna show you how to do it. Click on the link below, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I will literally give you my free course where I show you how to actually find properties, fund or get money to buy the properties, how to make it automatic, how to quit your job. I'll show you all how to do that. Click the link below in the description or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. And I wanna show you how to do that. And so the first thing you're gonna be doing is looking at if this is a right property to actually invest your money in. This is not the physical characteristics. This is not the physical. This is gonna be if it's a good property that's gonna make you money. So first and foremost, what we're gonna do is look at the area. Number one, look at the area of the country, area of the state, area of the city, we're gonna drill down. And one thing I love to do is show all my students how to actually invest out of state. I invest in Texas, Arizona, and Ohio, and I have students investing all over the country, some even out of the country. And so what we're doing is we're finding good areas where the prices are relatively lower, but we could rent it for a good amount of money and make $250 a month. So that's the first one, location. We need to make sure we find a good location. Second thing, once we have the location, we wanna make sure it's a good area. Let's say crime. We wanna make sure the crime is fairly low, or at least in that certain city, we're getting in the best areas where crime is not big, where it's less crime. We wanna have secure, safe places for people to live in. Another one are schools. Are the schools pretty decent? And here's a good pro tip I'm gonna give you. If you go to Zillow, and I have a bunch of videos on how to use Zillow, so check in the description, bunch of videos on how to use Zillow to find rental properties. But the greater schools rating here, as you're seeing here, if it's a one, then that's the bottom of the barrel. If it's a 10, it's the top. But now here's the thing that you would not really know. You have to think a little harder about this. Now, if it's the best school in the world, the top it could be is a 10. It can't be a 100, it can't be a 200, or even 11. 
it stops at 10. So that's the very, very best school, even if it's like 100 times better than a 10. Here's the same thing on the opposite end though. If it's a one, it could be a negative thousand and it's still a one because it can't go below a one. If it is a two, that is so much drastically better than a one. So if you're looking at schools from the greater school rating, a good um, understanding of if it's a good area or not, if you get a two or above, you're actually in pretty decent marking. So location, we got schools, we got crime. Another thing we wanna do is look at our tenants. Are tenants moving in or are there no jobs so tenants are moving out? We don't wanna invest in a place where tenants are moving out of the area. We want them to actually be in the area. now. I would say though, it's not a huge, as big of a deal as say, if there's crime. Crime is one of the bigger, you know, deal breakers on a property. But now everybody needs a place to live. Everybody's gonna live everywhere. Just because you're not gonna live there doesn't mean somebody else wouldn't. I invest all over the country. And so even though I would not live in Ohio, I still own property there because it's an investment. It's a property that I own that I let other people make money for me. Like $250 a month in passive income is what I look for in every single property. So I add up all my expenses and then I have my income. That difference there is $250 or more, I'll buy the property. Okay, so that is what we're looking at now in the area. Let's look at the actual property if we're gonna make money. So the first and foremost is I love to use the 1% rule. The 1% rule basically means, can I rent the property for 1% a month of the entire purchase price? Let me, it's convoluted, but let me give you an example. If I could buy the house for $100,000, the 1% rule is I better be able to rent it for $1,000 a month, every single month for $1,000. That is the bare minimum for me to then start looking at the numbers to see if it's a good property to actually invest in. So if you're looking right here on Zillow, if it's $100,000 or below, and I could rent it for $1,000, you are actually gonna be able to spend more time doing your due diligence. Now, that's the first barometer. That's the first criteria. Now, the 1% rule is the first little bit of criteria just to see if you wanna put more time and effort into analyzing the deal. Analyzing if it's a good property or not to actually buy. If it meets the 1% rule, then we can look forward. Then we gotta start calculating taxes insurance, property manager fees, vacancy factor, repairs, capital expenses. We have to look at all these, add all these up, and I have a calculator for you guys. Go to masterpassiveincome.com. If you go to my resources tab, I have an actual calculator walking you through everything to actually get through, and it'll be in the description as well. But you wanna utilize that so that you can see if you're gonna be making money in passive income. You also wanna make sure that your mortgage is your mortgage gonna be enough to where you're gonna be able to make passive income, because that's another expense. So you're gonna analyze all these numbers. If after you analyze all these expenses, you still have $250 a month in passive income, then it's probably a good property to move forward to looking at the physical characteristics of the property. Now, let's move on to the physical characteristics of the property. Outside, first and foremost, you're looking at a property, you probably won't live there yourself, but many other people will. In fact, I have lots of properties that I'm looking at like, oh, that's, I just don't like the look of the house, but people don't mind it. I mean, they're paying five, six, seven, $800 a month. They just need a place to live. It doesn't really necessarily matter. They're not something that they're gonna be living in there for you know, 100 years. They're probably gonna be living there for five, six, seven years, and then maybe move on or buy their own house. What's great for us is we make money every single month in passive income from that property. So what you're looking at is the outside making sure, actually, let me take that back. What only thing you're really looking for the entire property in this process, because remember, there's still more due diligence we're gonna go through. 
in this process, what you're looking at, is there anything that's going to be a big red flag? Like, is there uh, a hole in the roof where water's leaking in? Is there a fire damage? Is like literally the entire house gutted out? It's just in the studs, you know, basically the drywall, everything's removed. Are there big red flags? If there's not, if it looks fairly decent, maybe needs carpet, needs paint, maybe needs a new sink here and there, things like that, that's not that big of a deal. That's actually pretty good because the value is lower. We put our money into it. We make it worth more because we make it more valuable because we fix it up. Now, after that, what you're going to do after you do the due diligence of looking at the pictures, making sure that it looks like you can proceed, you want to then get your property manager. You get your property manager out there to look at the property and your realtor getting out there looking at the property telling you, everything about the property. Because what's going to happen is you're probably, if you're investing out of state, you're not going to fly there just to see the property. In fact, all the 30 plus properties I own, I've literally only seen one of them before I bought it. Literally one. All the other ones, I literally never saw it. I even started a whole brand new area in Texas investing in Houston. Didn't even go to Houston. Never even been to Houston. Bought properties. And uh, long story short, you're probably not going to be able to fly there or you're not going to want to. So what you're going to want to do is actually have other people. They're going to go through there, take pictures. They're going to go in there and tell you what needs to be fixed up. And if you have a good property manager, they're going to tell you how much it's going to cost to actually fix up that property. If they tell you how much it's going to cost to fix up, you can put that in your numbers and then make that offer. So now, the, one of the last bits of due diligence I'm going to give you in doing your due diligence on a property, the last bit after your property manager says yes, your realtor says yes, all the numbers look great, the area looks great, the last thing, and by far, you must, must, must do this, is you must get a home inspection. Literally get a home inspection. It's going to cost $400, $350 to $400. You must get a home inspection. Now, not necessarily a roof inspection or a pest inspection, but entire home inspector is going to go through the entire house and tell you everything wrong with it. That's their job. They're not going to hold anything back. They're going to say, hey, this wire is out of place or this outlet or whatever. They're literally going to go through it and document every single thing. And if you want to find home inspectors, super simple. Let's say you're investing, I don't know, in Chattanooga. I don't know if you want to invest there. Type in Chattanooga in Google and inspector, home inspector. You're going to find a laundry list of them. So just pick one of them. More than likely, if they have decent reviews, you're going to be just fine. But they're going to list out every single thing wrong with the property. So you know, going into it, you're going to have either a good property or you know what you need to fix beforehand. And so that is with due diligence. Now, the, one of the last bits of due diligence, if you're investing in real estate rental properties, the last bit is finding the right tenant. Finding the right tenant is by far the biggest thing you must do outside of finding the right property, making sure it's fixed up. If you have a bad tenant, they're going to be you're gonna to have to evict them or you're gonna to have to move them out really, really quickly. So what you wanna do is you wanna find good tenants and you do that by doing background checks, doing criminal checks, credit history checks. You must do that. That's part of your due diligence. You're checking. That's really all due diligence is, is just checking, 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 checking. You wanna make sure you're having a solid business, a solid property as you're buying it. See, now what's great I love about real estate is I know so many things that are almost fixed expenses, fixed everything, beforehand, before I even buy the property. Now, if you're going to start a business, you're going to start a business, you're going to get a location, you're going to rent a location or lease a location. You're going to, like, if it's a convenience store, you're going to put candy bars in there and soda machines and all that sort of stuff, get employees. Before you even know you're going to make money. What's great about real estate is you already know your expenses. You know how much you could rent it for and the difference is your passive income. And I want to show you how to do that. Remember, get my free course and don't forget to subscribe. I so want you guys to get all this great information showing you how to actually do this. I'm just you're like your noble next door neighbor. 
I want to help you do this too. You guys subscribe. I'll see you guys in the next one.